Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Dr. Sam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Thanks for joining us. As we uh, go into our extended coverage as the uh, playoffs have begun, uh, the wild card weekend, very uh, entertaining to say the least. A good start of the uh, 2019-20 NFL playoff season as the wild card games get underway. And uh, I would say, you know, a lot of these games were close, so, you know, going into them, so... It's hard to say there was big, big upsets, but I, I think there's certainly Minnesota going into New Orleans and, and, and winning there in the fashion that they did uh, would be at the top of the list there. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll discuss all four of them. And, and of course, the, uh, the Ryan Tannehill-led uh, Tennessee Titans go up uh, to Foxborough, Gillette, however you want to call it, and uh, they beat them up there. So, um, the interesting counterpoints there. Uh, did Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins actually uh, put an end to the Patriot dynasty? Uh, that's the big question that's been rolling around uh, all, well, all towards the end of the year, but certainly all you know over the weekend now since that that loss and Tom Brady and Belichick have been hounded on that. So we'll discuss that in length and see uh, where that falls. Um, Don Shula turned 90, so uh, that's a big milestone of the greatest coach of all time, Miami Dolphin legend Don Shula, uh, turns 90. And uh, his uh, mark on football, and as well as the Miami Dolphins' mark on football, was uh, depicted this year uh, on all the polls and and the specials that they've done, naming the Dolphins and a lot of their players. So, you know, this was a very special mark, and it's it's something that – you know, we harp on a lot here. You know, we're the legend show where we take we take a different approach. You know, you can turn on, uh, you know, many, many radio shows and have the standard, you know, atypical radio voice and, and talk about, you know, what, what goes on in, in that fashion. What me and Rich try to do is we kind of have a bounce off and uh, we, we – uh, uh, you know, for 13 years now, everybody uh, who listens to us knows that, you know, we have a banter that goes back and forth. Uh, it, it, it's a long time friendship that uh, basically, um, you know, we, we we bring up different points, but, you know, we take it from a, a perspective that a lot of uh, people don't normally get. And, and you know, we'll, we'll go out each other at times, or of course, our opinions vary you know quite a bit in certain areas in certain areas they don't but the point i'm making is that 
we basically uh, we, we hit upon different areas that, you know, I think more people are interested in and they don't get their fill of on, on regular stations and, and that, which, you know, obviously is why we have our, our out-of-town audience like we do. And, and so we'll continue to do that as a lot of things, um, you know, have uh, you know accumulated? The Dolphins always seem to be in the news. Uh, they're, they're they're certainly in the news all the time, um, you know. And a lot of times it's for the wrong reasons. And uh, and you know we we have that all the time, and we'll continue to to broadcast that. Um, uh, and of course, Tua Tagovailoa uh, has announced that he enters the uh, draft. The NFL draft, so that was the big decision that came through. So we have a big show for sure. Um, but Rich, the the most surprising thing that I, I want to get into, and it kind of blindsided me, and I know it blindsided you as well, is the Miami Dolphins hire Chan Gailey as their offensive coordinator. So let's start there because I'm still, you know, kind of in shock about the move. I really am. I don't understand the move. To tell you the truth, I mean. I thought once in a lifetime watching Changeli's offense was enough for me, you know, th- throughout a 16 game season. I-, I don't understand the move. I never thought Changeli was a good coordinator. I don't think he's a good head coach. I don't think he's a good coordinator. It's amazing that we're, we have a second time around with this guy. I don't get it. I don't, really don't understand. Yeah. It's the first Flores move that definitely, uh, you know, just perplexes people. It doesn't seem like a Flores move, and that's why it's so perplexing. Um, but when I it, when it I look really at it, it really doesn't make any it, sense, Pat. It, what doesn't make any sense is he brought O'Shea from the Patriots. He worked with this guy for years. So if he doesn't like the offense that this guy was running, like why would you bring him there in the first place? I mean, you brought him there because you wanted him to be your offensive coordinator. So what did you see? with this depleted roster that you didn't like. And, okay, so the, you couldn't get this guy to run a different offense? Like, this guy's a one-trick pony? Like, I, I don't understand, like, this theory that offensive coordinators just can only run a, one offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I, you know? Yeah, I, I got right? what you're saying. I mean, the guy's talented. He would be able to change his style and go to a different thing. Why, I think yeah, why can't you, you like that, If you don't have Tom Brady here, like, why would you have to run the – why would you run a Patriot offense here anyway? It doesn't make any sense to me. I think there's more to it here, and I don't think that we really understand what it – Rich, Rich, Rich. I think there's more to it, and I don't think that we we understand it because I don't think we have the full details of what's going on here because there's no, two I understand things it, but, that but come did into you play. Ever, did you think our offense was was geared after the Patriots this year? Did you ever think that for a minute? No, I don't. I don't think it really resembled the Patriots, you know, that we know. But that's, that's Josh what, McDaniels. And that's, were, and that's what everyone was reporting but, that, like this O'Shea was brought the Patriot offense over here, and that wasn't working. I'm like, really? Yeah, okay. But, 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 <laughs> yeah, but let's face it, though, Rich. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Chad O'Shea was not the offensive coordinator up there. You know, it, it, it's it's Josh McDaniels. Yeah, no, I got you. I mean, of you course, know, so, I know that. Um, yeah, so I like I think that that's overblown um, in in a lot of ways because you know his role up there and his role here two completely different things. But what I was trying to to to, to say on your first point, I think there's a lot more to this, and I think it has a lot less to do with the offense being run than we're led to believe. And the reason why I say that is because 
we know that Jim Caldwell is kind of waiting in the wings to come back, and he's still going to come back. But I think that his role is going to be a different type of role. And I wonder, A, how much he had to do with this, but how much upstairs had to do with this and the fact of bringing in a veteran uh, guy again that was actually taken out of retirement. I mean, you know, we, we remember Ricky Williams running, you know, this offense with, I guess it was uh, Wattstadt. Was it Wattstadt? And so, yes. um, you know, the o- it was, right? And the only tie that yeah. I have that I could come up with is Ryan Fitzpatrick, because I think he's had Ryan Fitzpatrick both in Buffalo Twice. and both with the Jets. So yeah, he did. that kind of contradicts yeah. – he did, right? So that kind of contradicts mm-hmm. what we were talking about last week and what you had brought up with Josh Rosen, you know, being, you know, the future guy here. That makes no sense at all. I still don't see Rosen's role with this team at all. No, it, it, I never, it, I never said Rosen was the future. I didn't tell you Rosen was the future. I just no, told what you that they're going to keep him he was he's going cheap. to be there, so they would trade him down the road if you know to keep him as trade bait. Yeah, but, but I, I, I still believe that. I don't think Patrick's going anywhere though. I don't think Rosen is the future. I think they're going to keep him as a third quarterback, you know, and try to develop him and get trade for him later because he's so cheap. That's why I think he's still going to be here. I never said he was the future yeah, of this which, team. Which doesn't really make any sense because how many teams have three quarterbacks that they keep? One's I'm not going saying on it does. I'm just squad. telling you that's the report. Is they're not they think they can keep them and get something for them down the road? But that's who keeps who you. keeps three quarterbacks on their roster, Rich? Who keeps three quarterbacks on their roster on game day? So what value is this guy going to have? What value no. is this guy going to have more so than he has? I don't. Now? I don't think it's a good. You're acting like it's my idea. I'm not telling you. It's, I don't no, but I it's like not, it. I would have got rid of Rosen week two. I, you know, but I, I've seen theory, enough. But your theory doesn't really make sense either because what I'm saying not is you're theory. not going to have – the guy's not going to have – he's not going to be able to showcase himself because I think they're going to have another quarterback on this team. Right? I mean, I, I think there's going to be you, a young you quarterback assume on they're going team. to. Yeah, of course they're gonna they're so, gonna draft somebody. So, you would you would guess. So, so so where does Rosen fall into that? A practice squad player? You know, it that doesn't really make sense. I don't know where this guy falls in. But staying back to the Changeli thing, there has to be some kind of a Fitzpatrick connection there that that they're going with with him. There has to be. I mean, there's too much of I a guess connection so. to Changeli to Fitzpatrick. So that would definitely lead you to believe that Fitzpatrick is going to be the future uh, for the time being of the Miami Dolphins, which I'm fine with. That's the right move. And bring in a young guy, and then we'll, we'll see who we groom a new quarterback. I mean, that's the way you go there. But the move to bring Daly in is still striking. It, it, it really is, because nobody would think that there's any connection with Flores and Chan Gailey. I can't find it if there is. No, there isn't any. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I think it's an, so, an idiotic thing. And I, I heard that Caldwell may not be back. Not not because they don't yeah, want him back. I think his health is. I don't think you're going to see sure. Caldwell. I think it's done. You know. Well, I would assume that with Chan Gailey now, Caldwell, what role would he basically even have? I mean, you got a veteran I don't know guy running the offense. I don't know what he had. I didn't really understand his role to start with. That was a bizarre hire to begin with. It was like a I think his role to begin coach. with is I think his role to begin with is stabilization. You know, I think it was a new coach yeah. coming in without any experience. So you get a veteran coach, uh, you know, that maybe fit a couple things that they liked, and that would be stabilizing them to start off. 
that's where I think that goes. And I think that's out the window now, especially with what I would call a very successful season for Brian Flores. So I think that that goes out the window. And with Chan Gailey coming in, I think that that's completely squashed. I don't see any any role that Jim Caldwell would play with Chan Gailey. And we never really knew what was Um, wrong with Caldwell either, right? That leave of Ashley was for health reasons, but we never really heard heard what, right? I had heard some heart issue things, but I can't confirm okay. that. That's what I had heard, but I can't, yeah. you know, can't 100% confirm that. Um, but, you know, regardless, very strange uh, in the way that this all went down. And after, you know, what was the biggest win of the year, biggest win of the biggest win in a long time for this organization, you can say the Miami miracle, but that was a little different. I mean, that was a freak ending to a, a disappointing season, which skyrocketed the Patriots to another Super Bowl win. So that was a very strange, but this was a legitimate win. I mean, they went up to Foxborough, Gillette. They actually beat them and, and really kind of ended their season, and we'll see how far that goes, as we talked about at the beginning of the show. You know, the question mark remains, is this the end of the Patriots dynasty? Is Brady leaving? He's obviously a free agent. Um, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on that. You know, what we saw yesterday, um, you know, with uh, the, the Titans going up there certainly is, is, is a big part of that as well. Um, I, I guess I'll let you start off. I have my strong opinions on it. Where do you feel the, the Patriots are at as far as this goes? I don't, you know, look, they're still going to win the division next year with or without Brady. You you can see they'll plug in somebody, they'll make some moves. I don't think anyone's going to catch them. I don't think Buffalo is going to is going to overshoot them. We're certainly not going to. The Jets have no chance to do that. So, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, is it Brady's last game in the NFL? I don't believe that. I don't believe he's going anywhere either, to tell you the truth. I think he'll be back with them. I think it's totally yeah. overblown. Like, where is he going to go? I mean, it's, right. That doesn't make any sense right. at this age. You know? I, I mean, I agree with you in some facets of that. First off, let me say I completely disagree with you that if Brady leaves, that they're going to win that division. I, I think that division is sinking on them, and I think Buffalo is much better than you've been giving them credit for for years. I think you see yeah, that. Yeah, I, think Buffalo could certainly, I think Buffalo could certainly overtake them. I think the Dolphins, if they continue on the trend that they're doing, you know, could make some moves. But we were talking about taking Tom Brady out of the mix. Brady's not in there. next year, though. Thing, but yeah. yeah. You know, if you're talking, if Tom Brady's not under center next year for the Patriots, they absolutely could be overtaken for that division. There's no doubt in my mind for that. But now saying that, if Brady's not in the team, think, there will be a replacement that's that's solvable. You know, they'll end up with something. You know, they they won't be going into the to, to a gun battle with a knife. I'll tell you that right now. Don't be no, but I think that, they, that and the way that I think system that if is, you look, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, think you if you look at the way that they, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Yeah, I think if you look at how close they were this year to losing that division, Buffalo was right on their tail. You know, Buffalo, Buffalo had a very strong the year. They haven't beaten them, but as far as record-wise and being right there, you know, I think it was very close this year. You take Brady out of the mix, you know, I think that's responsible for at least four games. Well, they beat them by three you know? games, right? No, they actually – that, that game up in New – they beat them by two games, but that three. game right? – No, they, they beat them by two games, but the, the, it was uh, 12 and 4 and 10 and 6. But that game, week okay. – you know, whatever, week 17 up there, um, 
was the deciding factor. I mean, they would have tied him if they won that. Uh, my point is, take Brady out of that mix. I think you're underestimating how uh, you know what he brings, regardless of who they bring in. And of course, they're going to have a quarterback under center. But I, I don't think it's as far as disparaging. You know, I, I think that is starting to come to an end as far as that where people can compete and take over, especially if Brady's not there. That's my point. That being said, Rich, I absolutely think Brady will be back. Like you said, where's he going to go? The, the, the thing is, I think Brady put a little bit of the power on himself when he opted out of this contract. I think he hasn't forgot what went on with Jimmy Garofalo. I think he knows he had a head coach that was looking to replace him in the near future, even though he was playing at a super high level. And I don't think he's forgotten that. And I think what he's done is he put the power back in him by opting out. I think if he resigns, he's going to say, well, I want this and I want that and I want this. That being said, though, it's really the decision of the New England Patriots right now. It's Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft. And I don't think Kraft's letting him go anywhere. That's my take. Well, he, they can't franchise him, you know. No, they can't franchise him. Now, why is that? Because he opted out. Like, why can't they franchise him? That I, I have no idea. I'm thinking maybe because he's been in the league so long. Maybe you can't franchise a player that's been in the league that long. That's the only thing I Oh, I is that fathom. what you think it is? Yeah. Or, or okay, it's so there's a time contract, limit. maybe. Or maybe it's written into his contract. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing I can yeah, guess. Yeah, it's got to be one of the I, two. I don't really know yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so like I'm saying, it's a weird thing because I think Brady took the ultimate power back. But the Patriots have the first line of power because it's up to them whether or not they're going to to bring him back. But I think if they do decide to bring him back, that Brady's going to have the control of as far as what he's going to want, what kind of contract he's going to sign, and how that's going to basically write itself out for the next whatever that contract is, one to to three or four years, you know. So it will be yep. interesting to see how that does play itself out. But, Rich, that Garofalo thing, that is exactly what stemmed this whole thing, and he hasn't forgotten that. I really don't think he has. And if you look at when that went down, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if that was – wouldn't it be great if that was his last – his last play in the NFL was that pick six? Oh, God. And yeah, I mean, that as far as I know, gift. I know. But – yeah, as far as the hatred that people have for him, and I still want to see Crab's face after that. I really, the, the, yeah. how we get, how we get, uh, you know, you know, we don't get to see that Kraft face when something goes wrong. I tell you, these TV stations stink. They really do. I don't know what yeah, kind of like rule they have where they don't get. We you know they got to show every. They show Jerry Jones everything every five seconds if something bad happens. There's absolutely so been something put down on that, Rich. Yeah. There's absolutely been yep. something put down on that where, uh, yep. you know, he, he, he's he been told that they've been told that they're not allowed to do that, and they're afraid of him. They are afraid of him yep. for whatever reason, I, which I don't understand because it's not like they're not going to be able to show their games, you know? I, mean, I, I don't know, understand right? what's yeah, been hold over them. It really yeah. makes no sense. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back. We'll round up uh, this weekend's activities on the field. Right back after this. 31, 30 seconds to go. I believe Marino is saying I'm going to spike it. Big one snap from center. He's looking. He's rolling. He's rolling. Touchdown, Dolphins, Mark Ingram. On in the corner of the end zone in front of Aaron Glenn. His fourth touchdown catch of the game. That was unbelievable. They caught the Jets off guard on that play. This is Mark Ingram, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. 
sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. As we go into our extended coverage throughout the playoffs, we'll take you all the way up to the Super Bowl playing in Miami this year. So um, we'll see. There's a couple of scenarios that are, are kind of coming together, and, uh, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But it was certainly an interesting uh, first week of, uh, of playoff games. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, you know, I think that the first thing that kind of that gets to me, you know, you look in there, you have Tannehill, Kenny Stills, Laramie Tunzel, Kiko Alonso, uh, Frank Gore. I mean, that's just off the top of my head. A lot of ex-Dolphins playing in these games. What, what's your thoughts on that, Rich? Yeah, it's pretty funny how we're we're spread out all over the playoff field, except for ourselves. Yeah. A lot of these guys making their first playoff appearance. You know, with Tannehill, Tunzel. Yeah. yeah. You know, pretty funny. Yeah. Probably Stills, too, right? I don't know. Kenny Stills is probably first one, too, right? No, he was um, with the Saints, yeah. right? K- Kenny Stills no, with the Saints. Yeah, he was oh, yeah. starting yeah, with the Saints, right. remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, it's. Uh, I guess you can look at it two ways. I mean, I, you look at it that maybe these trades were beneficial for both teams. You know, I think that they are. I mean, Texans gave up an awful lot for Laramie Tunzel and Kenny Stills, but. You know, it seems like they, they, they both are very so aggra- contributing So aggravating, you know, the Bills, the Bills never help us at all, you know. They can't even hold a 16-point lead in the fourth quarter so we get a better draft pick. You know, it's just amazing how, you know, we can't even get that. <laughs> right? 
Yeah. Uh, we get the Texans out, you know, and we get, a, we get that better draft pick. It's just, it's yeah, amazing you know, to me. You know my take on it, though. I mean, I, you know my take on that. I, I understand what you're saying, you know, but you're talking about what, you know, a pick that's going to be, what, 24 or 26 or whatever it would come out to. Well, you don't know. You know, they depending on what they do. Yeah, yeah you want more, that? It could be a lot worse. You want that? You want that? You want the Bills in the Super Bowl? Want the Bills in the Super Bowl? The Bills really are going to be in the Super Bowl. Is that what you want? The Bills would well, that's the what you're Bills saying, would right? lose next week 100%. Who cares? They're <laughs> so going to where they go. So Give me a break. So why are you saying you don't know then? So why are you saying you don't know? I just said that. I said 26 or 24. You, go, well, you don't know. Well, if you don't know, you want the other scenario? No, I said the Texans could I mean, keep winning. The Bills wouldn't. I'm not worried about them. Where are they going to go? They're not a great team. Right, but you're, Come on. But you're, mad, you're saying you're pissed that their Bills lost. That's the whole point you're making. If the Bills would have won, you get a better pick, you're saying. Yeah, we would get it. We would get the Texans pick. Right. What are you talking about? So if the Bills won, if the Texans Bills would have won. Right. But then I'm not worried about the Super Bowl. So let's go your scenario. Yeah. I'm not worried about the Super Bowl. I said, said, then why when I said 26 instead of 24, you're like, well, you don't know that. No, because the Texans could keep winning, I'm saying. The Bills, you know, what I'm saying? you know what I mean? How can they keep winning if Buffalo beat them? The whole point I'm making is if your scenario comes out and oh, Buffalo God won. How can they keep winning? Yeah, I got you. I go, I'm not worried, the, I'm not uh, worried about Buffalo me? going to the me? Super Bowl. You want oh, me to take geez. a break? You got me? You sure? Yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, I tell you so, something, you're, so, you're more so insane than I ever thought in my life. You really are. Yeah. You really are thus. Yeah, trust me. There's a good majority at home that are going, "What's the matter with this guy?" All right, so no, I think it's the other so way around. Tannehill, <laughs> yeah, Tannehill goes up to Gillette. Um, Got to feel happy for him. I mean, I look at it, and, and you know, listen, they, they weren't going, you know, up to Gillette with the Dolphin team as it is right now with him. But you know, it's nice to finally see him do what I, I you know, I always had confidence that he. If you had the right team around Ryan Tannehill, I always said Ryan Tannehill could win. I mean, I think he could even win a championship if the right team was put around him. I've always felt that way. And, you know, he's had some some bad luck, and he's also had some lousy teams put around him with terrible leadership. You know? Terrible so it's, I'm happy to see him. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and I, regime change. I was too. rooting for him. You know, I'd root for, you know, I'd root for – you know, Godzilla against the Patriots. So, you know, right, I don't have any right, problem so. with that. But, you know, I was very happy to see Tannehill beat him. I and mean, basically, I felt it felt like we beat him two weeks in a row, really. You know? Yes. That's the way yeah, I look it at it. It did. But, um, you know, I'm happy for any success that this guy has. You know, I mean, I, I think that. I always know, liked it, the guy. It, it, I thought he was a class act. I never had any problem with Ryan Tannehill. It just didn't work out for us there, and it, right. keeping him wouldn't have made any sense either at this point. It, he wouldn't have been doing this with us, so I don't have a problem no. with it. No. You know, but there's, you there's know, something he, he has that he never had with us. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, having Henry really helps this guy out a lot, you know? Well, it sure does. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, yeah. having Henry is really the, 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 the wild card, and you don't know how far that can take you. I mean, they're built for the road. I don't, I so never, I you really can't with, count them never, out of any game. I never knew he was that good. I never knew he was no. that good because I'm not a big I, Tennessee watcher. I tell you something, this guy's well, unbelievable. When he first came in, I said, you know, ah, whatever. You know, I think he was okay, yeah. but never going to be that kind of back. And then I remembered he had that 100-yard run or whatever it was, and I really started mm-hmm. to take note 
of him and what kind of speed this guy possesses. And he's just picked it up to a new level now where I never thought he'd be this good, but he is this good. I mean, this, this I guy mean, can play. There's you no can't stop him. You can't stop him from getting three yards. Like, if if you gear up your whole yeah. defense against him, he's going to run through you and get three to five yards. It's like you can't yeah, no, tackle this yeah. guy. Well, what comes to well, mind, too, is, is what you've always said, Rich. And, and the thing is, uh, uh, you know, what comes to my mind is how you've always said that uh, this is, you know, we've gotten a backup. I mean, we basically had a backup in Drake. And I, and I kind of yeah, went to the wayside with everybody. And now you really see yeah. how you have the backup, yeah. right? I mean, you look difference. at this. This it's is a big the starter, and yeah. it, it really is. I mean, this is, this is what you're dealing with. I mean, you're, you're talking about Henry to Drake. Yep. That's what you were always yeah. telling people, but they never really kind of understood it. And now I yep. think it really rings true of how what a big difference there is between the two backs, you know? So, you know, that's good. This, this it really sick. is. Yep. Yeah, he's good. Be interesting. He's that's going to be a good game uh, this weekend. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how much they can, uh, you know, uh, how much they can continue it as far as, um, you know, uh, on the road. They're a very good road team. So, you, like we said, you can't count them out of any game for sure. And, you know, Kansas uh, City's uh, got a lousy uh, defense too. So, that's a, it's going to be a good matchup. Yeah, uh, Kansas City's defense is better than it has been like in, in in the past, but it still has a lot of holes. So and and it's like you bad, said, yeah. stopping them is going to be pretty tough. I don't know. You know, to, yeah, it's tough. You better jump out to a really big lead, and you know. Well, they have the offense because... to do it. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. I... They have the. But, um... You know, Tennessee has that. The Tennessee has that knack to have those long drives with this guy. You know. Oh, here, let's go back to this real quick. Can you explain to me that delay a game thing? Yeah. Um, what it basically is, is like you're over five minutes, right? Okay. That's what you're talking about? When you're over, when you're yeah. over five, five, five minutes in the game, there's a loophole in that. I guess think of it like this. When, when it hits the five-minute mark, the referees then take over, and any penalty – that ensues, the clock stops. So no time runs off. But before you get okay. to the five-minute mark, if there's a penalty, you run the clock off until that penalty, and then the clock starts up again. So you could keep doing it, and you could run the clock all the way down to the five-minute mark. Now, Belichick, ironically, is the one who started this this year when he found the loophole. Because he's going crazy so he was, it, right? Right. So he was doing it. Now, there's one, there's one thing that people don't realize. If you keep doing um, a, uh, a, a delay of game, right, if you do a delay of game, if you continually do it, you will then be flagged for a personal foul, an unsportsmanlike conduct, which would be okay. 15 yards. So that was the one loophole that they could, you know, stop you from doing it. But what Vrabel so that's why they went off sides. Was, right, they went off right. sides. So he did that. Yeah. So then everybody was saying, well, what's going to happen if they continue to do that and then they go back to a delay game? And as they were talking about it, the Patriot guy jumped. So the Patriots actually <laughs> had the penalty, and we never found out what would have happened if that oh, went, and Belichick oh went nuts. 
He went absolutely nuts. Yeah. But that's basically what it is. You can bring it down to the five-minute mark and, and eat up about, you know, an extra whatever time is left on I the mean, clock. You, know, so you have to have you the perfect assume, situation yeah. to do that. You know, you have to be like almost midfield or a little bit of, of, of ahead of midfield to keep going backwards that it's not going to affect you. You know, it's a very strange – I mean, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you gotta, it's not going to come up, you know. Well, I guess it comes up in a punting situation, and, yeah. you know, you want to – yeah, because you can't do anything offensively. Like, you can't certainly can't kick a field yeah. goal, and you don't want to back yourself up too much, like you said, of course. You know, so, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's an interesting point, but you're right. Um, but, it, you know, it happened to work out in that fashion. And, and you know, Belichick just – it's so funny how when it comes back and you get a taste of you know, your own medicine, how they act up there. It really is kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Well, they're, you know, they really think they're is. charmed. You know, they live, live in a charmed life. They do whatever they want and they get away with it. But so, you know, what, you know what yeah. today, we're really supposed to get this big penalty for them, for the cheating thing with uh, filming the sidelines. And uh, that went by the wayside. I haven't heard a thing. Well, not only did it go by the wayside, but was. Well, not only has it gone by the wayside, but the reports have already come out now that there supposedly is no link up to the Patriots' front office. And so it looks like this video guy oh, is going to be the lone scapegoat, and he's going to be another ball boy who's going to get fired and lose his job. And, you know, it doesn't <laughs> seem like there's going to be any big fines or penalties issued from the basic premise that they're not able to link it any further than, you know, than him. They certainly can't link it to Belichick or anybody else. That's the reports that have come out. And we'll see if that is officially true. But, yeah. So, you know, that's that's basically what you have there. And um, Can't say that I'm surprised. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where, you know, you, you you see too much of it to have something like that, you know, be the reason why. Um, regardless, you would think that even if you can't find the absolute paper trail to the top, you, you still have to be responsible for your employee doing something that your organization was was penalized and warned in the highest regard possible in the history of the league not to ever do it again and then to have them do it again is just a little ridiculous. Whether or not you well, I heard the camera crew like was... even went a step further. When they were identified when they when they were asked to identify themselves, they didn't even say they were with New England. They claimed they were with uh, right. Cleveland or something like that. You know? So well, I mean how shady is that? It's just a, yeah, I didn't alone, hear them say you know? they were Cleveland. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I didn't hear them say that. But yeah, I, I know they were very shady when they were caught. Wanted to instantly delete yeah. it. They kind of knew that they got caught yeah. with their hand in the cookie jar. You know what I related to, Rich? It's kind of like a few good men, right? You got Nicholson coming yeah. in, okay, and pretend he's Belichick, right? All right. Well, pretend that had happened in the past. All right, and the code red was issued, and they already penalized them, and they were warned if there's ever another code red. You got the same situation going down. Santiago's now in, in, in Cincinnati. You bring in Belichick there. Even if you can't get him to admit it or find it there, there still has to be repercussions for doing the same thing again. I mean, that's what you did. You did the exact same thing again. So you still, yeah. as a whole – don't you have to be penalized whether or not you can find it? You know, I mean, you're still responsible for your employees, aren't you? That's what it comes of down to. You are. Whether or not you what are, the what are they really order. doing there anyway? Well, who sends a film yeah. crew to another stadium? It doesn't make any sense to me. 
Like the whole the whole it's documentary thing, I'm not buying. Let me hear. Let me know when the documentary debuts. I want to see it. Give me a break. There's no way you remember a documentary. Rich, That's crap. You remember what I said to you when we first when we first went on air about this scandal? The first thing I said to you is, listen, I'm not going to jump to any conclusions. You have the tape. I don't know if they'll ever let us see the tape, but if they do, the tape will tell everything. Because when I see the tape. Yeah. I'll know. If they're, if they're filming this scout and it's there, and I'll know. That will tell off. And sure enough, they did release the tape, and it was as incriminating as it can be. It was totally on the <laughs> sidelines of the, of the Bengals. I mean, it was 100% yeah. slam dunk what that tape showed. That's yeah. enough for me. You have to penalize this organization whether or not you find – if you find the trail up to the top, well, then that's an entirely different thing. Then you go after Belichick, and you can put the heaviest, you know, suspensions, fines, whatever. But even without that, the Patriots need to be penalized for this because they've already had this under their belt. The code red has already been issued in the past. They did it again. <laughs> they absolutely, they absolutely must be yeah. adhered to and, and, and penalized for it. That's my feeling. But they, they got away with it the first time. They got away with it the second time. They got away with it the third time. What makes you think this time's <laughs> yeah, any different? I mean, you know, no, they're going to put it under the rug again. Like that. Yeah. yeah, it's certainly seeming like they are. They're going to get a slap on the wrist with it. Um, but, you know, they still have to say that, uh, you know, it's still going to be a mark on this organization, Rich. And it's going to be a mark that's going to last, no matter what anybody well, says. There will me. always be, yeah, there will always be that asterisk that's going to come up, when, and it's going to be worse as time goes on, I believe, because you know there's always going to be people who say it's going to hurt Belichick and the Patriots more than it's going to hurt Brady. I believe, I think that they're going to come up and say, yeah, but Belichick cheated, and of course Shula was the first to come out and call him Bella cheat, right? So there's no lost love there. Yeah. And uh, no. and I think that that's that's you know I think that's just going to linger with them. No matter you know what yeah. you say or how you do it, it's going to be something that will stay with the organization, and it still it should still stay with the organization, Richard. It's, it's still should, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, shouldn't get away with that. All right, so so let's stay in the AFC before we take a quick break here. Um, yeah, I know you're not a, you know not a big fan of. Uh, of the Ravens to begin with. And obviously the Titans have a good chance because they're a physical team going up there um, and whether they can continue the success. But the Ravens right now certainly look like they're the best team, you know, in, in the AFC. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see if they're able well, to what do, you, do what are, they are do. The Texans, the Texans are playing the Ravens, aren't they? No, the Texans are, are playing the Chiefs. That's why oh, I want okay. to try yeah, yeah. The Texans are playing the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's that's why okay. I was saying yeah. Uh, so so the Titans now will will actually play the Ravens, and and that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a tough game for Ryan Tannehill and and, and Vrabel to go in there. You know, of course, Henry is going to be you know the neutralizing factor in what he's able to do. But they're a very physical team. The Ravens. They've always been. Uh, they can stop the run, and and they have weapons that. Uh, you know, that Tennessee, you know, is going to have their hands full trying to stop. So that's why I was curious how you see that game playing out. Yeah, I think the Ravens are going to win that game pretty easily. I don't think, they're, yeah. I don't think Tennessee's got a shot there. I don't see it. Any idea I think what the line is on tickets. that? Rick? I could tell you in a any second. Any idea what the um, line is? My, my, my guess would okay. be probably seven and a half. 
I would okay. guess, but let me just double Yeah, that here. sounds about right. Yeah, I would I would say that'd be like a touchdown thing. And then of course the Texans now uh you know, will go to, to, to Arrowhead and uh you know, I call these stadiums by their old names, Rich. I don't even know if they're still called that anymore. I really <laughs> I don't. don't. But I'm just, no, I know. I don't uh, know. No, no, I, the Ravens. The, what's the Ravens Stadium? It's like Qualcomm or something, right? It's something really right, weird. Right, But that, you know? but that never had a special name. But Arrowhead, Gillette. You know, I can't keep track of these. But, but anyhow, the, so the Texans will go to Arrowhead. I, 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 I really believe that that the Chiefs take care of business against the Texans there. I don't think they're they're suited very well for that climate. And I think that you know. I think that the Chiefs have a very good opponent coming up there for them right now. So I, I don't know if you differ from what I believe, but I think the Chiefs win this game. Wow, the Ravens are nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, I, you know, you were very close with the seven and a half. That's where I've seen it. You know. Um, well, what do you see and with so the, are Chiefs the Chiefs now? The are, Chiefs are nine and a half too. Yeah, I, nine and a half. I, nine I and think, a half. Yeah, I think that the Chiefs win that game. I don't know whether or not they cover the nine and a half, but I think that they win that game. I don't think the Texans are really suited to go up there well in that environment. And Chiefs have a lot of weapons, so we'll see. We'll very strange. You know, they're very – there are a lot of games that, like, teams that don't usually play each other in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's very strange. Yeah. Right? Which I like. I like it. I like how it's yeah, I like changed. it, too. I, I do. Oh, you know, yeah. look, I have no – I have no. you know, I have no bias in the match anymore. I don't really care anymore. As long as New England's out right. of it, like, it just seems like a big sigh yeah. of relief. Right? Yeah. Like, we can actually no enjoy these playoffs without getting aggravated, you know? I agree. I agree. I'm enjoying it. I really am. And it hasn't bode well yeah. for uh, the 40-year-old quarterbacks. Take a quick break. The NFC had some really exciting games, too, so we'll go over them right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Totello. Trying to get my courage up There was this long, lovely dancer in a little club downtown Loved to watch her do her stuff 
Okay, welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show, the final stretch here. And, of course, the uh, NFC had a full slate of uh, exciting games as well, which we're going to go over now. And uh, just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes and uh, all throughout the uh, offseason to get all our shows and uh, past, present, whatever. We'll have some specials and some interviews and stuff like that. Um, but uh, uh, speaking of uh, Zach Thomas, Rich, uh, the NFL, before we get into the uh, NFT games, the NFL – uh, unveiled their uh, modern era finalists. We went over the veteran finalists last week. And, of course, uh, Zach Thomas makes the finals, which is, you know, puts a smile on both our faces. Before we go in there, let me just quickly tell you who was uh, announced. We got uh, Steve Atwater, Tori Holt, Troy Palomalu, Tony Baselli, Steve Hutchinson, Richard Seymour, Isaac Bruce, Edron James, Zach Thomas, Leroy Butler, John Lynch, Reggie Wayne, Alan Fanica, Sam Mills, and Bryant Young. And with them, let me say, I think there's only five, am I correct, that will make it, Rich? Out of that list? Up to five. Yeah, up to five. Up to five. Okay, and I had told yeah, you earlier, I think, right, and I think Troy Palomalo was probably a lock, so I think that that leaves four, re- realistically. What's your take on, on the list, and, and uh, you know, what do you think about it? I think he's got a good shot. I mean, you know, look at that list, and I don't see four shoe wins after Palomaro. I mean, you know, I think he's definitely got a good shot, and I think it, it helped him, you know, the last couple of years with people pushing for him. And, you know, he, he did have, you know, before Ray Lewis got in, he had the most tackles of any, you know, linebacker that's not in the Hall of Fame, you know. I mean, so I don't know. I I think he's got a real good shot this year. And I think if he doesn't get in this year, he's on the path to getting in. I think this, you know, getting to the so, finals list, I think that, you know, he's uh, he's going in the right direction now. Yeah, I think you're right. But what do you say to somebody like a, like a, a Lynch, who's supposedly seven times has been a finalist? I mean, it doesn't seem like it's you're there and you go right like from there, right? No, I, but I don't I think, think Lynch was... is a Hall of Famer, so there you go with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, but I never really viewed him though. as one. No, but I, yes, I think but I think Zach is one of those guys that was overlooked for a while, and he finally got on that yeah. list, and I think people are waking up to him now. You know, of somebody, okay. I'm not saying yeah. somebody who's been on the list seven times. I mean, Kucherberg was on the list a bunch of times too, and he never got it. You know, right? Uh, you know, I right. believe he should have, but but I don't I don't think longevity gets you on it. I think though, when they discover you late in the game and put you on it, I think it it, it opens eyes, and I think eventually he will get in. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping yeah. because you know he gets there this year. You know, I think there's got a shot. I mean, this isn't like this isn't chock full of quarterbacks area where. It's a shoe in, you know what I mean? There's not like that that great, great all time great player I think on this list that uh is gonna overshadow him. Yeah. I think it's, he's got a good shot no, with this. You know? I think you're right. I mean I, I would say that you know, I, I would say if you take take it into consideration, there is no other besides Troy Palomalu, which would bring it down to four, I don't think anybody mm-hmm. really stands out. I think you're That's right what I mean. about yeah. that. I yep. mean Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, now there's there's two Rams receivers, so 
does one of them make it, Isaac Bruce or Tory Holt? I don't know. I mean, they, I can make an argument there whether I kind of feel the same way on them. I don't necessarily know that I think that they are Hall of Famers. I'm not in love with Lynch, either one like of I, them. I think one of, one of them right. or both will get in eventually, but I don't know if this is the year. How's that for you? You know? Okay. And, I don't know. Uh, Lynch, and, like you, know, you said, I don't seven think, times. Yeah. Is yeah, eight times the charm, Lynch. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. They water. may do it because he's doing a good job as a general manager now. You know, because he's in the news, right. that may help him. You know, uh, Atwater, I, would think, I never yeah, I think was you're a right. Uh, never, Reggie, never well, well I think he's way. over Lynch. I'll put it to you that way. I, I would, put, yeah, I'd put Atwater in before Lynch. Um, I would. Too. Reggie Wayne, I think, would be the receiver that would probably go go in there. I would say Reggie Wayne would probably be the guy if I picked the receiver, maybe. Um, that I would put in. Uh, but then Edron James is there, too. I would imagine maybe one of them goes in. Uh, Alan Fanica, Hall of Famer, uh, you know, I, I think that I think that they're going to put one or the other in there. No, personally, I think Edron James no, falls short. Is. But, but uh, you know, yeah. we, we And, you know, Wayne, you know, Peyton got one of his receivers in already. We were going to put Reggie Wayne in there, too? Yeah, but he didn't just put a receiver in. I mean, he put, you know, a guy that is a top 100 guy. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying in Marvin Harrison, but Marvin Harrison is looked upon as one of the greatest receivers of all time. So Reggie Wayne would almost be like a nod to to that. And I think Reggie Wayne is getting in. So I think Reggie Wayne gets in this year. I I personally do. I could be wrong, but I do. Um, And I think Alan Fanica is probably a guy that you got to worry about because I think that that's a guy that they want in. And I think they're going to push in. They love certain. Yeah, they're probably having it. They have it as they have had a stealer in the Hall of Fame in 15 minutes. So you know that's that's a hurt yeah, time. Well. You know, what what's Heinz Ward's status? I guess he didn't make the final list, right? Or is that next year, maybe? But he did. Up? I thought he had made the finals already. That's why I'm asking that. Is that true? I got I me. Thought uh, he did. I really don't know. Okay, yeah, maybe. I, I'm pretty maybe. sure that he did. Um, so I think he was a, so, I think he was a semifinalist this year who was a finalist in the past. That's why I asked that. And you okay, know, yeah, to, know. for your old theory, um, Tony Baselli, you know, I, I worked with Baselli. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah. you know, it's the guy that that's the guy who I think has gotten better after his career. If you know what I mean. There's certain well, they guys used to harp on him during mid- his career too, though. They, they did, did over, but, they but over, now they I overhyped think, him during his career. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, what but you're now I think it's even getting, you know, to the point where we'll yeah. see. Um, and then, you know, Sam Mills. I look at Sam Mills and I get the whole Sam Mills aura. But Zach Thomas was a better linebacker. He, he was, was much better. He just was. Yeah, he was. He just was. Yeah, no, he so was. I think Zach Thomas deserves to get in from this group. I could find I could find an easy way to put Zach Thomas in with four other of these guys. So. We'll, we'll we'll leave it at that, I guess, and we'll see how it all plays out. And we certainly know that it doesn't often play out the way we think it's going to play out. That's for sure. No, no and, and, and the football of fame is is so shady and so weird. You really don't even know how it's voted on. You don't know who's got to vote. It's not like baseball no. where it's all the writers and everything. It's very weird the way it's done. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, as we go into the, the final stretch here now, the NFC games were equally as exciting. Uh, it has not bode well for quarterbacks over 40 this year. And we'll see if it continues with, you know, for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, we talked about the Brady 
uh, game, and then uh, Drew Brees goes down as well. Uh, we'll start there as, um, you know, Minnesota goes into New Orleans, upsets New Orleans, a terrible loss for the New Orleans Saints uh, at home uh, with the season that they had, and uh, another another bad ending to a season. Um, and, and uh, you know, I mean, I, you can make a point for however argument you want to do. I thought they were outplayed in the game. I, I did. I just did. And Breeze I was, played I, awful. I'm surprised by it. Yeah. Yeah, Breeze I, I really played awful. Too. That was one of the biggest – Biggest letdowns I've ever seen him play in a big spot. I mean, he really didn't play well at all. You know, I and, can't understand. Uh, you know, you I, had I me. Know. There's no excuse. You know, I didn't think Minnesota was. And you know, the way and the really way Minnesota's so. been so inconsistent this year, that's a huge win for them. I mean, because they at times have have looked inept. Not only a you huge know, win for them, it. Rich, huge win for Kirk yeah. Cousins. You got it. Uh, I got And I'm yeah. not a Cousins guy. I'm not a Cousins guy. So, but... Neither am I. But, like, the, did you hear the question they asked him coming off the field? No. I, like, are, are you finally satisfied that you got over the hump and, you know, you can know your critics? And he's like, you know, he went to, he took the high road. And I would have been like, you know, how much do you have in your bank account, pal? You know, it's like over the hump. I'm worth like three hundred million dollars. I'm an NFL quarterback. Yeah, it's a fair question, you, the guy just but played the a... game of his life. No, it was so condescending. You got to hear it. It was ridiculous. Like, congratulate the guy in the game and ask him how he, how he, you know, how he feels about winning this game. You always got to like bring up that he's like zero nineteen on Monday night. I mean, come on with this. You know, it was just it was so lame. These guys stink. They all do. All these announcers are yeah. sideline guys are such a waste of time. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. You know, with that, even Fair with the college I mean, I, last week, they're asking a guy to throw seven touchdown passes and, yeah. and runs for one. They're asking him about the, the uh, offense coordinator's uh, daughter-in-law that got killed in a plane crash he didn't know nothing about. I mean, really? That's where you're going with this? Was the National Enquirer? Yeah, I, I got you. You made a sharp left turn there. But, uh, listen, I think well, you know what I'm cousins... saying, though? They're, they're idiotic. They're all idiotic. They're, they're all the same people, Yeah. you know? Yeah, I think it's a fair point to Cousins, though. He hasn't come up in a big game ever in his career, and the fact that he's got a huge bank contract. You had to hear it, though, Pat. It was condescending. It just wasn't like, you know. I believe it. It was just, it was ridiculous. There was no reason for that, you know. Okay, fair enough. These guys are just something else. And that's a... uh, uh, that's a big win for them, regardless of when I didn't see. Uh, and now we're hearing that actually even Sean Payton is starting to get, you know, uh, a pretty big light under his head. I mean, let's face it. He won one Super Bowl with Drew Brees. That was a long, long time ago. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And you can bring out a lot of, you know, points about that as well. You know, maybe they got lucky to get that one. But he hasn't really done much with, with, with Drew Brees, you know. Um, so, you know, I think I think it's fair to say that he's going to come under some scrutiny now, which he already has. And I still think he's a great coach. I'm not saying that, but he's not, you know, he's he is going to come under some scrutiny. Yeah. yeah, well, he's, he's still going to come under some scrutiny, though. Yeah, he's still going to come know, under he'll scrutiny. Get, he'll get some flack, but he's not going anywhere. You know, they're not, they'll well, never make a change I, like that. Yeah, I don't know if going anywhere is necessarily the point that I'm making. But, you know, it, it, there's definitely a knock on that. The same way that there is, you know, on on uh, other coaches, including, I guess, Shula, having, you know, having Marino or whatever. You know, when you have a quarterback like that, you know, 
They really yeah. haven't won a playoff game. It's a bad uh, job, I know. You know? Since they've been they've been eliminated three years in a row in the last play of the game, and it's been bad. Yeah. They've had some really so, bad yeah. playoff losses. You know, including the one where they okay. had to go on the road and face a seven and nine, you know, Seattle Seahawks team that year, and they lost up there. Remember yeah. that when they were like twelve, a yeah. twelve one team, and they were a wild card. Yep. You know, that and is, speaking they have, of the Seattle they have some Seahawks. Doozies. Seattle goes into Philadelphia now, and uh, and um, you know, I, 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 it's not really it's not really an upset per se because a lot of people thought now Philly in the NFC East was you know just terrible, but they were you know Carson went snake bitten again. Um, he gets the concussion. <laughs> but yeah, they really played. They really played a, a high school uh, coach the whole game. <laughs> Carson once was in there for what ten minutes when he got hurt. What do you mean a high school coach? What do you mean? McDowell was a high school coach all year. Do you know that? He used to fly home after oh, the what? games. and yeah, He was coaching his kids' games. He was 40 years old. Huh. He was the oldest person ever to make a, yeah. a debut in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I got that. You know, still seventeen year old vet. I thought I thought McNown did a decent job being rushed into the fire, uh, like he was. But um, but that's a huge loss. I mean, you're playing on you know we're, we're certainly one engine you know down. And, yeah, and, he got uh, sacked six times. Know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, what do you expect him to do? He hasn't played in a year and a half. You know, I, I thought he did well. I thought he did well considering yeah. the circumstances. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're, you got one hand behind your back at that point, which is a shame. Of would they have won that game? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it would have been close. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and so now Seattle moves on, and uh, I guess there's some interesting matchups. Um, first off, uh, let's go to Seattle going to Green Bay. Uh, now, they've had some success there. This is an interesting game to me. Uh, the Packers were 13-3. and three. I don't think the Packers were a thirteen and three team, but they were a thirteen and three no, team. I don't believe you it. know what I mean. Yeah, they were. So yeah, I know. It's this is going to be a closer game than people think, and I'm really curious to see, you know, what they're able to do here. Um, I don't know. What, 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 what's your thoughts on it? I mean, do you think? Uh, well, Rogers usually, you know, and, usually when this goes, you know, usually the teams that win this week get exposed next week. That's usually how it goes, you know. Usually, Most of the yeah. teams that you know win on the road the first week usually lose the next week, and they're you know it's yeah. it's a it's a long forgotten thing. I, you know, True. would I be shocked if Seattle beat Green Bay? No, because again, I don't believe Green Bay is that great of a team either. So yeah, I agree with right. you in that spot. I could I could see Seattle sneaking out of a win there. You know, was, you know Green Bay they claim they have some great defense. Don't say it. You know, I, I really don't yeah. think they're that great of a team. Right. So, and for, yeah, that no, I agree. With you me if wholeheartedly. Won the game. Now, the point that you just made, I think, would be stark comparison to the next game where Minnesota goes to San Francisco. That would be a game that falls right into what you just said, right? You would think yeah. that Minnesota gets exposed in this game against San Francisco. Oh yeah, and uh, I, th- I think uh, this, right? is, so, this is like a Monday night game for them. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think I think probably San Francisco rolls over them with with little problem next week. Now we recently watched uh, Kirk Cousins on Monday night when we were talking about the the O and whatever <laughs> yeah. it was streak. Who did they play? Yep. Who did they play? Was, was it Green Frisco? Bay? Was, was it Green Bay, Bay or Frisco? I don't remember. 
Green Bay. I don't know. I, I think it was, it was one of it was Green yeah, Bay. It, it was wasn't Green Frisco because we watched. I think so. Because Frisco was on Frisco was on a Monday night recently too. Was that Seattle? That was I Seattle. I don't remember. Think, it's yeah. all mushed in my yeah, head. Yeah, so it was Seattle. Division, sure yeah, it was. It was yes because they yeah okay. because Frisco okay. beat them and that's why they were that's why they got the division eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that was the Monday night game. I believe so. That yes. was Monday night. I think so. Right. Yeah, Fair I think it was. I, yeah. All right. Well, it should be interesting to see. We had a very good week of wild card football this week. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think we're going to have a pretty good division week as well. So we'll be back here next week, and we'll uh, discuss it all. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment, and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.